0: Welcome to old school. As I was planning how this podcast was gonna kind of roll out, I was thinking about the fact that it parallels my book, Butterfly Stitches, as well as my writing in general, I guess would probably be the better way to put that. And what what is foundational? Well, all four areas, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual are. But while this isn't a religious podcast, it is faith-based because I am. Um, it is it is how I begin and end my day with my King. So seriously, as a worldview um, being inseparable from my relationship with my King, that would have to be how this initially comes to be. Um, my you know first episode was my trailer, and then my second episode uh, was my first guest, which was Bob Goff. My uh, writing coach, and the, they were awesome and certainly foundational to like the podcast in general. But now we need to go from where my decisions are made, my life decisions, my worldview comes into play. And while that does not put me in a seat of judgment, it puts me in a seat of Loving others as I love the Lord and as he's loved me. So that is where I feel that should be, that the first episode in regard to my writing, in regard to my life story, is that we come from the spiritual foundation for me, which I am a daughter of the king, and I rely on him and what he has to say about everything I do. And his love for me is the only way I could have even gotten to this place. And he's the one that's called me to write my book, um, or several, he's now indicating. And (laughs) while that, the podcast, speaking, all of it has me a tad terrified, it's still an area I'm going to be obedient because my story needs to mean something there needs to be good work from what has happened and what has transpired and how I've healed. And that is 100% his doing. I absolutely love my church. I love the leadership at my church. And I believe the doctrine is sound. I am an absolute truth kind of gal. And I believe in the inerrant word of God. And I love all of them, but I've not got a deep relationship with them because our church is huge. <laughs> and and I don't think that's how it is typically. Even I mean until you get down to maybe only a couple hundred members that people are truly in a deep relationship with their pastor. A senior pastor is there to, you know, lead, to shepherd. And then he has the pastors for each of the campuses and and so on. And while I know them and I've met them they are not my spiritual leader, and I am available. Bob Goff tells me I'm not supposed to call it divorced. <laughs> I don't have a mate as a spiritual leader within our family where we both follow and love the Lord, and there's that leadership. There, I am in a small group um, that, you know, while I feel that there are varying levels of spiritual maturity there, I don't feel that necessarily anyone within that group is my spiritual leader either. I feel like we're all kind of in the same season and walking along a similar path. And I am certainly in search of a potential mate that God may have for me where there would be leadership within our family unit. But right here, right now, I'd have to say that what I came to the conclusion of and so has my story is that my comforter, my counselor, and my spiritual leader has and always will be my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and has been since I was little and went through so many things. He was there. He was my counselor. No one at that time when those kind of things went on in the world, that kind of evil, the free will of the perpetrators, uh, no one came to me and said, are you okay? No one took me to a counselor. No one even physically took me and checked me out at a hospital or a doctor. It just was what it was, and you didn't talk about it. Now, while I've walked that healing, and that will be subsequent books, I, right here, right now, would have to say that my spiritual leadership is coming directly from my conversation and relationship with my Lord. And a lot of my friends... My Christian friends as well have it find it hard to believe and, and kind of think I'm crazy, which I'm not sure is, you know, debatable either. But, <laughs> but I, my prayer time comes after an inductive Bible study in the morning, which I love because it's a geeky kind of history, context, uh, cerebral drill down in the scripture and gives me that anchoring and conversation starter with the lord and then i come into my living room right here and the sun is rising through the windows and i just have an out loud conversation i don't know if my daughter hears me (laughs) but i have an out loud conversation and i enjoy that i feel like he we've dispensed with subtlety i've asked him You know, my discernment meter has taken a beating over my lifetime. I've asked him to dispense with subtlety. And so when we start talking and I don't bring stuff to him and say, here, bless this. This is my idea because my idea hasn't been ultimately so hot. (laughs) So I actually come to him with just confirmation of what I'm being guided and asked to do. He has brought people through divine appointments into my life, my, my writing coaches, my mentors in various areas, and he has brought them into my world. So when they make recommendations and when we have conversations about my story, any adjustments to my story, which they don't generally uh, adjust that, but like the content and maybe how it's going to come out, Um, the fact of a podcast, the fact of speaking, whatever this may be, I've then asked him to confirm and bring into my life those that would help me further that process, further my journey that way. I've asked him to open those doors and be very clear, no subtlety about which ones I'm to walk through and which ones I'm not. The ones I'm not, I've said, you know, lock, chain, put flaming seraphim in front (laughs) <laughs> so that I know this is where you really want me. There are times when I'm sitting here and where my anxiety levels are high because this is really stretching me and growing me. And that's good. It's a good anxiety, I guess. He, It's audible for me. It's just audible. And then the remainder of the day and going forward, there is just one after the other of little signs that maybe he and I are only privy to that confirm the yes this is who this is who i want you to be this is how i want you to put his story our story my story together and out there and so that is how my conversations with god go that is how we have been for forever it feels like but especially since my divorce i have felt alone Um, although I'm not, I'm by myself physically, no one was skin on other than my daughter living in the house, but I am not alone. He has been there. He has provided a job, a home, a car, the financial ability to do whatever we might need to do. And all of that has been him. And all of it has been visible that it's only by him through my life as the route that this came about. So it's not that I don't act disobediently or I don't hesitate or procrastinate because I feel I was tapped for this book 10 years ago. So I definitely sometimes take my own path in spite of how great these conversations flow and how this works, but I'd have to say the time between the disobedience and the obedience has gotten shorter. So, you know, we're 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 getting better in the regard to that and I feel like there's an acceleration now. I'm the type of person, I'm a Type A personality that needs those appointments, the divine appointments by the Lord and the appointments by those who are coaching and mentoring me. So, having to have so many words to my writing coaches by X date, having to have set a date and then get the podcast episodes going. Having to have a published date, so that means I stay on top of the words even in between when I'm having to get a set to them. All of that has accelerated things. And at my age, I I don't know that procrastinating and letting it take longer is a good idea. I'm not allowed to call myself old by my fantasy me team or friends, but nonetheless, it doesn't make it any less real that there are more days behind me than probably in front of me. But who knows? You know, if the Lord's going to let me live to 120, well, there you go. <laughs> anyway, um, my my whole goal in this particular episode is to talk about how, what is it that leads out for you and how is how are you foundationally set? Where is your strength? What How do you set the tone for the day and how do you live your life? What is it that you're listening to? So I try to come out here and not go immediately to a cell phone, although some of the social media and some of those things are advantageous when you're releasing a book and a podcast as well. But I prefer to have the sunlight that's coming through my eastward windows be the first thing that my eyes see, the first light, not the light from a device. So that is how I commence my my time and my conversation, and that is where, my spiritual health and my spiritual leadership comes from is a conversation with God. And so I'm going to um, insert here a conversation, my one actual conversation. I knew the camera was there, but still it's raw and it's exactly how I converse with him every morning before I head out for the day. And I hope that you understand that there isn't a set way that we have to do that. That's the cool part, is that he wants us just to come, just to come and have that conversation. And that is how it rolls with us, is just, it, it, it's so peaceful. There's not perfect words. There's not some set route that it needs to go, like do this, do this, do this. There are a lot of frameworks out there that talk about making sure you say thank you and you're gratif- grateful and all of that. And all of that is very real. I don't not do that. But it is a conversation. It is how does he want this day to go? Am I doing it right? Am I on the right path? Show me, give me the discernment. And Lord, I receive and give you the love that only you have given me. So I'm going to have that conversation here and then get back with you on the other side. And hopefully that can show how spiritual health can get maintained Um, And I happen to be a believer. So Almighty God, the creator of heaven and earth is who I pray to and who I believe is 100% real and 100% truth. So here is my conversation with God. See you on the other side. Heavenly Father, thank you for a great night's sleep. Thank you even more importantly for waking me up thank you for that provision, always. I <sighs> thank you that tax season is coming to an end and that I managed to remain a reflection of you, I hope. <laughs> um, today, in my prayer list, is the two countries I choose out of Operation World and my country, and I thank you for being born here. I love my country. I'm concerned for it. I'm concerned for those that claim your name, not reflecting you well, nor to the people who are trying to define what a Christian or a believer is on the outside. Um, A lot of what is happening is not a reflection of your love and how we are to treat one another. There is not a lot of truth anywhere. <laughs> not on dating apps, not, <laughs> not in the world, not in the media. It just makes it difficult and feel overwhelming sometimes. And I'm so grateful for this time in the morning to be just with you and have conversation and, and hear from you about me and my journey and my path because that's all I have control of or have control of in, in concert with you. And so, as always, I ask you to dispense with any subtlety in regard to the podcast and how it's going. Am I reaching out to the right people? Is this how you want it to be? This, is this how you want my story to get out? Uh, the same with the book the coaching is going so well and I thank you for bringing me Bob and Kimberly. Uh, That provision was phenomenal and has definitely gotten me on task and I believe our timing is moving forward. So it's just a a journey that's been terrifying and wonderful and I hope uh, obedient. (laughs) And um, so, I just ask for you to continue to show me those doors that I'm to go through and put flaming seraphim in front of the ones that I'm not. Um, I feel pretty good about that in that whole environment right now um, and the steps and the processes. So just ask for your continued blessing of those, just those open doors on who's supposed to be a part of this journey. I am reaching out and I'm just asking your Holy Spirit to go before me that I represent our story well in who I have on. Um, And uh, I feel I've gotten good responses and I've gotten those where I think that is appropriate. So I'm not frustrated or but hurt, (laughs) just, um, happy that, uh, you know that you're showing me clearly exactly what you'd have me do and and where you'd have me be and that is that is the only thing i i can ask for i need not one other thing i want how i handle the story you've given me the life you've given me and um and how you want it portrayed and where you want me to go with that if that's additional books i want that all to be your your true will for me and I will not hide or honeycoat from it. So I thank you for being so particularly um, not subtle <laughs> each and every time. Oh, Lord, you speak to me so well. You speak to me in my humor that you gave me. You speak to me clearly, sometimes audibly, and and. I need that, you know your daughter, you know this particular princess needs extra care. Um, I think my discernment meter has taken a beating over the course of my lifetime and and your discernment would be fabulous in its place. So I lift that up to you, Lord. Your Your consistency, your constancy, the sun coming up and being one of the first lights on my face just it you're you're the same yesterday today and tomorrow and it's just so beautiful. I thank you for it. I thank you that there are things I can count on after a lifetime of of some not. Lord, I have as my next two countries to pray about today, um, Aruba and Australia. Uh, Aruba is tiny but has a high percentage of believers, Lord. Help them to be strong. Help them to represent you well um, and rightly. Um, know you are not just love. Yes, there is judgment because you are holy and the truth is absolute with you. And so I just lift them up that they'll be able to stay strong and, um, and pray over their country. Uh, with Australia, they're going through some of the same things as The United States, especially after COVID and just a lot of chaotic, lack of truth, lack of science. And I know people get so frustrated and upset and want to get mad and do stereotypes over everyone. When the reality is that if we love you and we love your people, that ought to be first and foremost, that ought to be first and foremost. And we do need to protect our children, and our families. We do need to stand up for what is right and what is true. And I just ask for your blessing over Aruba and Australia, that the believers who are there are able to do that. If it requires some form of persecution or suffering, well, you went through immense amounts of that to the point of going to the cross when you were here. So you left the throne room of heaven to do that for us there should be no reason we shouldn't be willing to stand up for you and not deny you before men. So I thank you for, for the blessing of being born here in America. And I ask for your strength and your courage to stand where I need to stand. Can feel overwhelming and like one person standing doesn't have an impact, but it does have an impact in my circles, in my areas of influence, in my universe, and where you tell me to stand. So that will be my journey, and I thank you for the courage that you give me to do that. Um, I thank you for everyone that you have in my life. I don't have thousands, I have thousands of followers, but I don't know any of them, (laughs) but the people that you have ordained to be near me for me lifting me up and encouraging me and vice versa they are precious and i know they come from you and i thank you for them and i hope that i'm at least for them what they are for me i i know that i fail them I, we all fail each other you're the only one that's consistent and never fails us never leaves us and I feel lonely and alone a lot, but I'm not by myself and I'm not alone. So I, I do feel that peace and that love that you give me. And it's one that won't be rejected or taken away as I have felt before. So I thank you for each and every day, for each and every path you've given me, each and every person you've brought into my life. Help me to be worthy of their time and their encouragement that I can uh, reciprocate, because that means a lot to me. Time and words of affirmation along with uh, genuine, the love of others is is so tender to me, and you know that, and that's how you roll with me, and I love that. Uh, you speak my language, you created me, you allow for a little Smart Alec is our our love language together, and you definitely have a sense of humor. And when you tell me what to do and how to do it, <laughs> I love every second of it. And I thank you for this day. I ask for your, you know, courage, your strength, your resilience to be productive, to be obedient, and to get after what I need to do. <laughs> in Jesus' precious name. Amen. So that's how a conversation with God goes for me. And normally at the end, because a conversation requires speaking and listening, and when I do hear from him, at the end I sit for probably 10 or 15 minutes with my cup of coffee and we just commune together and I wait to hear what he has to say. And I... I make no joke and I don't mock God. It truly is that He brings to mind, brings to heart those I maybe need to pray for, those decisions that I have to make. It 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 just is is almost immediate and audible because he knows that I've I've been broken and I have had a hard time with that discernment in regard to choices and decisions. And sometimes it feels overwhelming, especially now that I, it is just me, Um, decisions for my house, for my home, for my daughter, uh, for my work, whatever it might be. So I usually give about 10, 15 minutes, whatever I feel led at the end of that conversation, because conversations require that you listen as well. So that's going to be where the spiritual health lane is for me, and who I might have come on the podcast to teach in, you know, my worldview 480 class. And I hope that that is a representation that brings him honor and glory, and also you clarity on how the world right now is really kind of beating up the word Christian, beating up Jesus and not understanding his true character and how he operates and how he is present. He is not a distant God. He is right here with you. I don't know how he does it. And if I could explain it, that wouldn't make him God. And I don't want that. I want to be able to explain his relationship with me and how everyone can have that exact type of relationship. This, uh, episode then, um, will lead into my next series, which I want to have my Fantasy meeting. Team. It's like a fantasy football team. It's a group of individuals who happen to perform services or something for me, but they bring so much more into my life, where their foundation is in life, their stories. We, we, we lift each other up, we encourage each other, and there is just nothing more that I... I want is then to have each of them on the schedule. When I know that what any given day I'm going to have one of my team members an appointment with them, it is just it makes the whole day. And I have been told by them that they are get excited when they see me on the schedule too. I don't know if that's because I'm we're laughing together, but (laughs) but we have a blast and encourage one another, lift one another up. They are entrepreneurs and they do perform a service, but that is not the the bulk of what they do that gives me just a whole new lift in my spirit. And so I called them my fantasy me team, like a fantasy football team. There is a quarterback, there is an offensive coordinator, a defensive coordinator, and they will get introduced with each episode. But the first one up of course is always going to be my quarterback, Tracy. And that will be the next episode that comes along. And I hope that you enjoy what you hear here. I am gonna post it on YouTube so you can see here as well. (laughs) And uh, you enjoy the class, you enjoy old school, and who I bring on, everyone's older than someone and gonna bring something to the table to teach. And I just hope you find that little nugget I thank you for coming to class. If you enjoy this, I hope you can go and give me a review or a rating and uh, I'm new to this podcast thing. So whatever it is that helps us, you know, grow that audience, I would appreciate it in your subscription as well. So thank you so much for coming to class and I hope you continue to join us and class dismissed.